Welcome, everyone, to the L7C Podcast College Football Edition. Today, we are going to be talking about week one of college football that just uh, happened over the weekend. We're going to be talking about OSU's win over Indiana, some other big games over the weekend, and some games to look forward to this week. Uh, we got we got the college football crew. We got Mr. Cedric Ware, anime expert, founder, L7C. How you doing today, man? Doing all right, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to have you on today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Happy to be here. Yes, sir. And then we got the captain, Mr. Byron Mitchell. How are you doing today, sir? Oh, I'm doing good. It's always a, a great day when I can hop on and talk about some OSU football. Yeah, and before we uh, talk about OSU football, definitely would have been able to say this on a pod with you two on here. But again, happy three-year anniversary. Happy three-year yeah. anniversary. Years, man. It's gone by fast. Flown by. Uh, since that first um, episode of Michigan, the first episode the three of us did, our iconic Power Ranger one. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. so that was in person, too, from that to all the content we got now, man. it's It's been crazy. And more to come. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Looking forward to this third year. So, for everyone who's listening to our college football pods, you know how it goes. Byron starts us off with some stats. Cedric comes in, what he liked, didn't like, and then we go from there. So, Byron, take it away. All right. So, our first game of the season was against Indiana. Um, offensively, we did struggle for a majority of the game, um, especially our O-line. Um, but Kyle McCord, um, he got the start. He uh, went 20 for 33 for 239 yards. He had an interception. Um, Devin Brown played a little bit. He had one for three for negative two yards. Um, Then our running backs, Chip Trainum, had most of the yardage. He had eight carries for 57 yards. Travion Henderson, 12 carries for 47 yards. Maya Williams, seven carries for 25 yards. Um, for our receiving core, Kate Stover, our tight end, had most of the yardage. Uh, five receptions, 98 yards. Julian Fleming, six receptions, 58 yards. Marvin Harrison Jr., two receptions, 18 yards. Um, he would have had a touchdown, but he stepped out before he caught the ball. So that touchdown was called back. And then Emeka Ibuka, uh, three receptions, 16 yards. Um, pretty much the star of our offense was Jaden Felding, which is our kicker. He did three for three, hitting for 40 and then 22 twice. Um, so he scored most of our points um, in the game. And then Maya Williams had uh, two touchdowns. I forget to say that, but our line um, wasn't really getting that push against Indiana, but Indiana was playing us tough. Um, so we'll see how our offense does against our next opponent, Youngstown State. Our defense looked good. Um, we only allow 84 passing yards and 11 rushing yards from Indiana. Um, the deepest pass Indiana had was about 24 yards. But before I super praise the defense, I need to see if it's going to be consistent this year. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Cedric, what did you, what'd you like? What'd you see? What didn't you like? Go ahead. Man, I like Chip. Chip was cool. <laughs> it was good to see him get some touches out there. Uh, Kate Stover, honestly, amazing game. For him, I thought he was going to run one in on that nice pass seam right up the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle McCord wasn't bad. I mean, I I was nervous 
definitely some moments there in the game where you're when he was playing, but for all the people out there who remember CJ's first game and everyone's like, Oh my gosh, this guy's going to be terrible. We're just going to suck. And then we didn't suck. So I'm not, I'm not going to write a yay or a nay for him yet. I'm just happy to see that he, he made some really good throws in the game. So I'm hoping that that continues and it wasn't just a benefit of Indiana's defense, not being, Top tier in our offense, just having better pieces. Uh, didn't like, honestly, I I didn't like the hesitant run game. I feel like out of all the positions outside of the receivers, which even them, they can only produce when they get the ball thrown to them. But for our running backs, like, this is it. Like, y'all been here for a minute. So I was a little disappointed in Henderson, but it is what it is. Uh. Defense, like Byron said, I'm not going to praise him. Yeah, I mean, it's Indiana. Like, no offense, Indiana, but you guys aren't a high-power offense. Like, so we'll see. I saw Denzel Burke talking shit when this guy has zero tackles this game, so that's interesting. Um, Talking about how he wants to bring back the silver bullets, but okay, guy, you had no tackles. So (laughs) that will be great. I can't wait to see it. I would love to see that. Bring him back. Sure, why not? Yeah, and um, you said that he was mad that they even scored three points. They wanted them to uh, have have zero. It would have been nice, but hey, you know, defense gave up some yardage. <laughs> you know, I've been. I'll just say this, Denzel. I would have loved to see us score forty points, but you know what? I'll take the twenty-eight point game and us getting the dub. First game of the season, I'll take it. Yeah, I'm because it's funny how you brought up the uh CJ Stroud thing. And if you look back a couple of you want to look back a couple years ago in the L7C history, you can look back and there was a titled episode saying, Remember when we told you guys to relax on CJ Stroud? You want to mm-hmm. go back in the history vault of the L7C? There is a podcast episode <laughs> about that. So, uh, I just I think with Ohio State fans, especially the norm, which is becoming the crazy ones, uh, every game we're comparing ourselves to what's out there, mm-hmm. um, to an Alabama, to a Georgia, to a Michigan. And like you said, man, this is his first start. We got to take it one one game at a time. Obviously, I wasn't, I wasn't thrilled that it was a game going into halftime, that mm-hmm. it was only uh, 10 to 3, and but... It got to the point where I was like, all right, the starters are going to play in the fourth quarter. Might as well just get this win, get out of here, and go from there. I mean, at least we got a big we got a Big Ten win out of it, too, in the Big Ten East. So, want to know in the East right now, and it's just, there's a lot of kinks that got to be worked out, which is good. You don't want to be perfect at the beginning of the year. But we all know, I mean, what this team looks like at the end of the month, at Notre Dame, at night, prime time. That's when we might know something. Thanks. But and but we are starting the year of OSU not covering. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> funny thing is, I took them to cover too, and I was God bless your God bless your soul. <laughs> I mean, I look. I, I went did, last I year. <laughs> I was like, uh, uh-uh, we we well, listen. We'll get the win. 
We may not cover, but we'll get the fucking win. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it is tough when uh you're getting these thirty point freaking spreads, <laughs> thirty plus point spreads. It is it is rough, and I don't even think they've yeah they haven't even posted a odds for the Youngstown State game, who we are playing this Saturday, twelve o'clock, Youngstown State. Um, Cedric, what are you looking for? In I mean, these games are kind of. They should be over by halftime, but what are you looking for for the Buckeyes to improve in this Youngstown State game? Honestly, I just want some more consistency with the passing game. Like, I think the running game is always going to be there for us. That's kind of like our fallback <laughs> or in our change of pace. Like, if things aren't going great for passing, we always start the game off, get our offense going by moving the ball on the ground. But I would like to see Kyle McCord just get more comfortable. Like, I would love to see Marvin Harrison actually get that first touchdown. Mm-hmm of the season, start things off, get it going. And Becca and Mecca Buka just to get involved as well. I mean, Jordan Fleming to get involved. Like we have a very talented receiving core, not to be for lack of better airing it out, airing people out like that. Like it's difficult to cover us. Mm-hmm. There's always an option somewhere. And I just want us to get kind of comfortable in that offense. That's why I would love to see, especially with no offense, Youngstown state. I don't expect them to have any, outstanding crazy defensive schemes or anything like that that should cause us any type of difficulty. So I'd love for us to take an opportunity with that in this next game. Byron, anything to add on that? No, I 100% agree with that. I just want more receptions for our star receivers and our, I think our offense will have a bounce that game. Um, so I think like Cedric said, just common court being more consistent. Um, I know we're doing starting him and then Devin Brown get some playing time as well. So we'll see how that goes against Youngstown State. Yeah, because Devin Brown only played two plays. One play. I thought he's got one 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 series. One series. One one series. One series. Yeah, one series. Well, unfortunately he would have played more, but we were in a game. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Ryan Day said in his presser, he just he felt like he had to do what was best to win. I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, we were in a game. But I I agree with you guys. I don't really have any much to add. Is this how what are you expecting score wise in this game? Last time I said like 45, 21. I'm going to say I'm just going to go 28, 3. Just 28, 3. Okay. Cedric. I was going to say 35, 10, maybe. Okay. I'll go. I'll go thirty-seven. I think they'll get a TD, a late one. Mm-hmm. Well, besides Ohio State, obviously there is a lot of college football going on this week. One, um, some of the big storylines that happened this past weekend, uh, guys. Do you believe, as Coach Prime says, do you guys believe <laughs> in in Colorado <laughs> pulling off the upset in TCU, forty-five forty-two win? Over the national champ runner-ups, obviously, our guy who we like, Max Dugan, he's not there. He's a professional. A lot of their players went to the league. It wasn't the same team. But, nevertheless, Coach Prime went in there. His son balled out. Travis Hunter, who people forgot was the number one recruit in his class who followed Coach Prime. He, Coach Prime told those old Colorado players he's coming with some luggage. It's in Louie, so y'all better transfer out now and... They transferred out and 80 players came in and they're one and oh. So Byron, what do you think of Colorado? Man, Colorado looked very, very impressive. Like you said, Shador Sanders had a 
breakout game, 510 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. They had four receivers over 100 yards. Um, like I said, Travis Hunter did play both offense and defense. Um, offensively, he had like 11 receptions, 119 yards, uh, three tackles, and an interception. Uh, Dylan Edwards, they had the most yardage, 135 yards and three TDs. So they were following on all cylinders, um, which is crazy because both teams had less than 25% of their roster return from last season. Um, but TCU did give them a fight. Like I said, the score is 45-42. So um, Colorado won on like a last walk, walk home uh, TD. But it was a great game to watch. Cedric, how do you feel about Colorado? This team, uh, before the season started for betting people, they were only picked to win two games. You could have got an over under of two and a half games for good money. And now, obviously, since this win has jumped to like six to nine games, like, how did you feel about Coach Prime in Colorado? I think it was an amazing first game. Like, mm-hmm. I can't even say like first win. It was an amazing first game. I mean, you come in, you ex- overhaul the entire program. I mean, like Byron said, 20, less than 25% from both of these teams. But I think it's more impressive with Colorado because I believe last year they won, what, one game? Yep, they won one game. So they're already at it. And it's against a ranked team, a team that was in the college football playoff that made it as a runner-up. Mm-hmm. Even though they may not have all the same people, Bad Max, Duke, and Quentin Johnson, like that, that's fine. But people were still counting out Colorado in this game. like, mm-hmm. And the fact that they... I'm not even that worried that they didn't like hold them down to like low points. Like TCU scores, but the fact that you kept up with score with them, I mean, four touchdowns passing, no, no picks over 500 yards passing. You got a guy on your team who's playing receiver and corner Mm -hmm. over a hundred snaps in college football. Mm Mm-hmm. Like that's that's that that's insane to me. I think that's amazing. I really am interested to see just what they do. I want to see them play more of the Pac-12 teams mm-hmm. just to see what they can do with this conference with that last year kind of in there. Because I'm honestly I'm curious how the, they stack up because they're definitely not shy in their offense. They can they show they can score the ball, and so I want to see how they do with other high power offenses in that conference. Because I think it honestly be amazing games to watch. So I look forward to the rest of their season. Yeah, and they got the big new kickoff game that past Saturday against TCU. They get the big new kickoff game again against Big Ten Nebraska. And Cedric, you brought up the uh, Pac-12 and when they play. I'm already going to get the podcast ready. Week 4, September 23rd. Um, Colorado will be playing Oregon at Oregon. That's mm, that's gonna be a great game because Oregon just went off this past game. They had eighty one points. So that is that is a there's a couple of big games on that twenty third. Already looking week four, just giving you all the know how Colorado at Oregon. Um, well, because this team we'll talk about they lost, but this they're gonna be fighting for their lives on this game. Florida State at Clemson, mm. and then obviously mm. Ohio State versus at Notre Dame, all on the twenty third. Oh, three big games. What network so so? Right now, all currently TBD, and then Old Miss right now is ranked number twenty. They're at Alabama. I hope ESPN gets the Old Miss game. 
just as they want to take themselves off the fucking networks. Fuck you, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> but that's week four, so week four is looking like the first. I'll be a I mean, man. Clemson season's on the line in week four. Hold on. <laughs> let me hold on. Let me pull up my calendar and make sure I ain't doing shit that day for sure. Like, I was gonna right. be watching football because we're the night game mm-hmm. on NBA. We're the night game on NBC, and then CBS night game in week four. Uh, Iowa versus Penn State, which Penn State they got, got a team over there. But just looking, this is just people ranked now. Obviously, this stuff can change, but. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be Colorado. They beat Oregon, and they beat Oregon. What do they get? They'll get ranked higher. But then the next week they have USC. Hey, that'd be a fun game, though. I would like to see that. I want to yeah. see Coach Prime talking that shit about Caleb Williams. Yeah, so that that would be week. <laughs> that would be week five. USC at Colorado. That's all the way in week five, and then you got. Notre Dame at Duke after, oh man, they got a tough thing too, but that's back back then. So, speaking of what we said, Clemson's going to be playing for a lot. Uh, Florida State versus LSU was obviously the biggest game of the weekend, two top 10 teams. We talked about that, um, positioning themselves for playoffs. Halftime, it was very close. And then second half, Florida State just, they took over. The game was very, very sloppy. There was a lot of chances for some points, and Neither team was executing at the beginning. Then Florida State just took over, and Florida State, um, as we when we toss it to Byron, Florida State with that win has jumped in the rankings. But Cedric, I know you were you were watching that game very closely. What did you think of this Florida State team? And do you think they they can seal? I know it's only week one. They could seal this deal and actually win the ACC. It's week one. I'm willing to gamble them, especially after, and we'll. I know we'll get to Clemson, but after what I saw mm-hmm. with Clemson, like I think Florida State is that front runner in that that conference right now, because you take down like yes, it's LSU, still kind of a rebuilding year, still trying to figure things out. But that's the LSU team that last year beat Alabama. Yep, and went to the SEC championship game, won the SEC West. Like there are no slouches out here. And it wasn't like they just like barely beat them. Like they, I'll, I'm sorry, they beat the fuck out of them mm-hmm. in that second <laughs> half because mm-hmm. it was almost like watching when Tennessee beat Alabama, where you know where the ball's going and you can't stop it. You just couldn't do anything. Like it was insane. Like you Coleman four. What was it? Four touchdowns, three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Three touchdowns, three touchdowns, and the quarterback having a four passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. That's just nuts. Like, mm-hmm. and their defense, their defense, man, came up big on a lot of stops. Mind you, it wasn't like LSU wasn't actually moving the ball at all. Like they were moving the ball down the field, but they just couldn't punch it in. Oh, you're. It's very um interesting because like when we toss it to Byron for the rankings, and people they have this debacle and Brian Kelly saying, oh, I, I guess we weren't who I thought we were." But <laughs> you know how the SEC does. If you're scheduling a real big game first weekend, next weekend you got Grambling at uh seven thirty. So hopefully they should be able to take care of that. But LSU schedule. Not that great. I mean, 
Their next old miss is ranked number 20. That's on 930. But besides that, at Alabama, November 4th, if they can run the table and, and beat Alabama, they're going to be in the SEC championship game again. But now they have no room for error. They have to run the table if they want to try and make the playoff. Yeah. Oof. I know, I know it's not. You never want to be I mean, like, well, after week one, it's if you want to get to the playoffs, you got to win the SEC West. And you know who you got. They don't play Tennessee this year, too, because last year they got their ass whooped by Tennessee. But um, they don't play them this year. Lucky for them. Well, we'll see how Tennessee does this year, I guess. But that's LSU's path. They know. I mean, it's it's rough. It's really really rough. But uh, Byron, what's they need the, some things to happen? Oh yeah, they need a lot. They need, Byron, what's the us with the new things now? What's the new top ten looking like? We all know we dropped. That's what we we've dropped so many times on this podcast. I don't know the last time we went up. <laughs> <laughs> I really would have to listen to every college football podcast to say when's the last time we went up in rankings. Well, the closest that was was when Utah did us that favor. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Shout out to Utah. Um, the new top 10 as of today, we have Georgia number one, Michigan number two, Alabama number three, Florida State number four, us, Ohio State at five, uh, USC at six, Penn State seven, Washington eight, Tennessee nine, and then rounding out the top 10, Notre Dame at 10. Okay. Okay. And biggest jump was Florida Florida State went to four so they jumped us yeah and then Colorado went from unranked to top 25 yep they are 22 and then Duke went from unranked to 21 and then Clemson dropped from 9 to 25 and Clemson who was the number nine team they got the last game uh the Monday night game which is always a blessing and a curse because Monday night you're the only game on so everyone's watching but you're the only game on, so everyone's watching. <laughs> so everyone in the nation watching football saw what happened at Clemson. They they had just as they have worse mistakes than the LSU game. Yes, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. That's all. Double, double. I don't even think Double had his hat on half the game. <laughs> <laughs> no, he um. Yeah, he was like, in all my years, I've never uh, experienced a game like this before. Because they, when they drove to the goal line and just fumbled, I'm like, all right. Well. And then they ran it all the way back. All <laughs> the way back. I will say this, man. For their defense, they lost that game. Like. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like Duke like, was out here doing anything crazy. Like, Mind you, Duke was that quarterback was having some, a good game. But they lost that game because man, fumbles, missed field goals. I don't know that kicker. They need to reevaluate some things because his kick got blocked at one time. Then he missed. <laughs> like, oh man. So we'll see what they do. I mean, they got they got to get it together because they got Florida State at the end of the month. Yeah, I need them to get it together because I picked them on this podcast when the ACC. Oh wow! <laughs> and they embarrassed me yesterday. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what are y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, they, they got that missed episode. field goals. 
they fumbled three times. They were interception late in the fourth quarter. Like, come on, man. It's not the AC. I mean, it's not the Clemson we're used to. Yeah, that was they that only was... scored in the second quarter. <laughs> yeah, that was it was rough, yeah. man. That's that's growing pains. And now they're at but then they can again. Sometimes it's good to be under the radar this early because now they're officially under the radar. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like, ain't no one paying attention. It really don't matter till like end of October, start of November when the first college football playoff ranking come out. Mm-hmm. But if they lose again, their season's over. I said, like, yeah. I said, they just still got to win. Like, oh, yeah. They, they win it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have to be. They have to be a Florida State if they want to get to that. Be the ACC. Oh, yeah, that's what's going to get them back to the mid numbers. Oh, yeah. They, they, again, September 23rd. That's going to be a big day on the preview of that week. going to be. And they got to go to and November 4th, probably right after the first rankings. They got to go to Northern Dame. And Notre Dame's looking pretty. <laughs> Notre Dame's looking pretty nice. That boy, you know that man Hartman's going to be like, oh, I remember y'all <laughs> from when he busted him when he was at Wake Forest. Yes, Sam Hartman. I don't know if we could say yes because we got to play him. So let's let's not. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> let's not yes him up. So they're they're in a world of trouble, but. Florida State won that game against LSU last year, and they fumbled the ACC. Well, that is a very good point. Clemson didn't lose to Duke last year, so. <laughs> I just, you know what? That's a very good point. I'm actually trying to, who did Clemson lose to last year? They almost lost to Wake Forest. Yeah, let me, let me, let me get that up really, really quickly. Sure, oh, it was Notre Dame. <laughs> oh yeah! At Notre oh. Dame, Notre Dame gave up the smoking 35-14 Oof! And then they randomly lost to South Carolina. They lost to South Carolina by one point. But they oh already- yeah, that's right. Because Spencer Rattler went them. off yep. that game. Yep, at the end of the year, November twenty sixth. But then they beat North Carolina's ass thirty nine to ten. Went to the AC an ACC championship game, won that. But then they got smoked by Clumps uh, by Tennessee. So, yeah, they beat Florida State last year. Well, that's this is gonna be a whole Florida State got this stuff played, but they're like, Oh, we top four now, so we'll see in two weeks, right? Yeah, in a couple weeks, yes, sir, yes, sir. But there's really one big game this week. Um, it is Alabama and Texas. Uh, obviously, Alabama had their little cupcake game over the weekend. Their quarterback really looked really well, but this is this is going to be a lot of people's first time being able to actually watch Alabama this year. And mm-hmm. at Texas game last year, Quinn Ewers finishes that game. Alabama loses. So I'm, I want all the smoke. I'm here for it. Quinn, don't get hurt. Right. I don't care how much money this man savings out here shelling. Don't get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, I, I'm nervous for Texas, for, uh, Texas man. I, I think Saban's going to be very angry. Yeah, what Saban are you angry is, about? The revenge tour. The People ain't talking about SEC. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm peeping. Lost two games last uh, season. He's trying to get back to those playoffs. Man, you better take a fucking Xanax and chill the fuck out <laughs> in the corner somewhere. <laughs> See, of course, they already have this. Currently, Alabama's a one-touchdown favorite because this is at Alabama at night 
And uh, over under is a uh, fifty four now. ESPN Masters got him at Alabama eighty percent, eighty point nine. Mm, that's a that's a lot for. Well, that's a lot. Texas is every year we're like, is Texas bad? And then they try and they win a game and then get smoked the next couple. This is Texas got to get used to this because you wanted to come to this conference just for the money. You're gonna be playing them almost every year. Yep, starting next year. And I just realized I looked at Alabama's schedule too. It's really revenge because Tennessee got to go to Alabama this year too. And you know, same. Oh, mm. <laughs> oh. Damn. Oh, man. Damn. You, are, <laughs> you already know what they're about to do to them. And they play on 10 21. Tennessee. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, that's actually, well, I don't know what else is, but they play LSU and Tennessee back to back. Ooh, damn LSU going through it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and that's at home too. Wait, they get Tennessee in LSU at home? Oh Dang. my God. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> but who you got winning this game, Byron? Texas, Alabama. I'm torn because of what Texas did last year with um their backup quarterback because he Literally kept him um, in the game until Alabama kicked that last second field goal with 10 seconds left to win 20 to 19. So if Quinn Ewers can play the full game, uh, you know what? I'll pick Texas. Whoa. Outright. Texas going in Alabama. Going in Alabama, Quinn Ewers. Can stay healthy. Um, I know they have most of their offensive starters returning, except for B. John Robson because he got drafted uh, by Atlanta. And I think they have most of their defensive players returning. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's the same team from last year, except for like two pieces. So if viewers can stay healthy, I think yeah, Texas is going to have it. to stay healthy because they don't have their backup quarterback. Well, they got a mm-hmm. new backup quarterback. They got Baby Manning. That's true. They don't have a backup quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he doesn't want to be the backup, but all right, all right, Cedric, who you who you, who you got? This is Alabama. This is a big game. You already know it's about to go crazy. Atmosphere. Yeah. Who you got in this one? I wanted to pick Texas, but then Byron picks Texas, so I'm picking Alabama <laughs> <laughs> because, because I really want Texas to win. But damn it, someone has to pick him on this damn podcast. Yeah, Texas. Actually, want to know who Texas plays after this game? Oh, probably not. I shit. hope they're not looking. <laughs> oh no, they play versus Wa- Texas. They got well. Texas plays Wyoming after Alabama. I was say, oh, probably okay. not shit. <laughs> Jeez. Oh man, is this gonna? Alabama's gonna lose a game this year, but is this gonna be the one? I. I mean, Martin, don't forget, man. This is Nick Saban. His pockets are deep. That is true. And it's the last year the playoffs are going to be at four, so then he doesn't have to worry about not making the playoffs ever again. (sighs) And Alabama after Texas plays South Florida. I'm going Alabama because I already know Nick Saban is going to be like, no one thinks we're going to make it this year. Everyone thinks Georgia's it. I just feel like they're just gonna play with hell, man. They're they're gonna just, 
because them boys be talking about Nick now. Like, oh, has Nick lost it? I'm like, what do you lose? <laughs> two games. <laughs> two ga- I, didn't know, I didn't know two games and seven national championships means you lost your touch. No, it, it really is just that Tennessee game. <laughs> <laughs> That's when they were talking about, like, man, I know he upset. It's not even him. Because you know he out there telling them boys, look, man, we all know where the ball go. All right, just just make sure he don't catch no more. That was a legendary game. And that game's also uh-huh. the reason that Jalen Hyatt won the Belifticoff instead of Marvin Harrison. I mean, that's the game. But I think it's going to be a close. I mean, also last year, they also had a returning Heisman Trophy winner in Bryce Young. Mr. Magician himself, who no one was able to tackle when it really mattered the most in college. Yeah, if Texas had to tackle him on that last field goal drive, I think Texas would have won. Yeah. yeah. With a backup quarterback. Yep. So we're going to see, man, 7 p.m. ESPN. Um, If you got Spectrum, make sure you find someone who doesn't have Spectrum. Or- <laughs> <laughs> or use their ESPN login account for you don't know because Spectrum and Disney, they're going at it. I mean, they're going at it. DirecTV and NBC, they're going at it. These greedy corporations, man, are ruining the fun of college football for just the normal people trying to watch the games. So you can't even go to a bar. <laughs> bars have I DirecTV. Know. I have to figure this out because I'm going to be out of town that night. Yeah, you might have to use someone's. That's crazy too. You can't watch. You can't watch any of that. You can't watch Monday Night Football. You can't when college basketball come. If yeah, I, I doubt it lasts that long. But oh no, there'll be listen. There'll be riots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know we'll be back by the NBA because they're like, oh no, we can't. Make, we have to make sure the world sees the Lakers. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> They ain't letting yep. that happen. Oh no! But... I think it'll be resolved by uh by Christmas when NBA on Christmas happens. Christmas, damn! Fire! Well, that is three months from now. We'll be talking it'll about probably who's in get the resolved earlier <laughs> than that. But if it's not resolved by Christmas, then there's a problem. <laughs> if it's not resolved by Christmas, how are we gonna, how are you gonna watch the college football playoffs? Martin, by then everyone unpirated everything. Like <laughs> illegal, illegal streaming sites will be up in arms. Everyone's logging into any and everything. That's great, man. They gotta, yeah, they gotta get that resolved. And I mean, they gotta get those stuff resolved here with uh, Direct TV and AT and T with NBC. Because how are you gonna again? How are you gonna be in the state of Ohio? And Ohio fans aren't gonna be able to watch OSU versus Notre Dame. You switch the spectrum. Get that good pick. But then if you switch so to Spectrum, you, can't, <laughs> you, can't, you can do it on the Peacock. But if you watch it on the Peacock app, you can't switch through the channels. That's true. Really corporations, man. Ruin college football. Or you get Ooh, that antenna popping. That is, that's good. Yeah. Yep. For the old yeah. NBC, you get the HD antenna. Get them quick. If you haven't, I'm telling you right now, if you haven't bought yours now, make sure you go to Best Buy and buy yours quick. I have one in the box right now. I'll sell it to anybody. 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you diehard fans, so you, might, <laughs> you might you might get it, but anything else that you want to speak on the world of the college football? We're already week one's already down. Great. It's good. good to be back. First week of college football, yes. 
Oh, and in case other things, of course, in their last year of existence, the Pac-12 went 13-0 and in week one. Well, yeah. <laughs> Every Pac-12 yeah. team won their game. <laughs> of That's course, in their, in their last year of existence. <laughs> <laughs> They're going out with a bang. Might as well. Well, some of them are going out for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and if you're wondering, the uh, national champs, if you want to watch them, they're on the SEC network, obviously ESPN affiliate, so you can even watch that. They are playing Ball State. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, buddy. Oh, man. I can't wait till we look at their schedule each week to see who they're playing. (laughs) I mean, they don't have a game that matters until Tennessee. They really don't. I looked at their schedule. They really don't. Their schedule is such cake. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Yeah, but um, with that being said, thank you, everyone, for listening to L7C Podcast. Buckeyes, 1-0, playing. We got the 12 o'clock game on Saturday, so you can watch that game. Hopefully, it's over by halftime, and then you can continue the rest of your day and get ready for Alabama and Texas. That's the big game of week two. We'll be watching. We'll be back next week reviewing that. And then we're making the way to that week four that we already told you about that there's a lot of big games in week four. So with that being said, L7C Podcast signing out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C Podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms. And we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.